Danny, how come mine does this? <laughs> Listen, we all have performance issues. Mm, it's, <laughs> 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 it's not going to stay like, up like it used to. Really cold, <laughs> <laughs> Quick question: Are most uh, corn people really bad with money? Um, I mean, I f- I would say yeah, because I think most people in general are bad with money. Yeah, tattooers uh, terrible have an impressive ability. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys, to you be might be terrible worse. Yeah. with money, <laughs> yeah. but I think it's a crossover. A lot of similar people. Yeah, with our industries, like they just got on the wrong bus. Yeah. Could have been either or. I just mean, or they're into both. Wrong. Right. There's a lot of, su- like, yeah, hyper-tattooed right. people that are in the industry. Right. There's a lot of, it's not something you go into because you're necessarily wanting to make the most responsible choice in life. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of tattooers watch corn, so you're right. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 too. <laughs> yeah. Right, Cam? You can correct. Yeah. Are you speaking from experience? He was doing his research. 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 At <laughs> two in the morning last night. You went to church at two in the morning. Researched it, baby. Sorry, all these words that we're switching up. It's gonna be. Awesome. <laughs> what did your research look like? Did you watch my? Did you watch my? No, I watched interviews one of, I watched, on the hub. Uh, yeah, I watched one of your guys' vids, and then I watched your like Q and A video you posted. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm trying to like see like more like the person. What do you think? What do you think of the person? Joe. <laughs> <laughs> the person, not pretty the corn star. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty gas. <laughs> what research did you do? Because you had more topics than me and John. <laughs> Just because I saved them at 2 a.m. That's I hope you all did a lot of research because I need the views. So. I, I looked into your family, too. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about it in, in an interview. So I was like, all right, can't ask this <laughs> Yeah, I just locked myself in a bathroom and <laughs> screamed that I'm working. Thank you guys for joining us on today's episode of Unemployable Podcast. Today we have a special guest with us, Stella. Thanks for joining us today. Hell yeah. Thanks. Thanks for yeah, having we got me. A, we got an Cam always episode. comes in with energy and then just dies. Well, I'm, like, yeah. I'm waiting for I'm like the alley-oop. <laughs> uh, now you talk, John. <laughs> Thanks, a, Cam. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. Today we have a little bit of a different episode for you guys. It'd be fun. Right, Why is John? it different? Today we don't have a tattooer on the podcast. Am I the first of my kind? No. no we had okay. Alex, Alex on. Alex was on. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Technically, I, oh, I, I did watch that, actually. We've had some musicians, and we just want unemployable people. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's why Cam's on every episode. Rejects of society. 100% unemployable. Right. But I don't want to ever be employed by someone. Listen, I just love the concept. Like, I know, like, because when I was young and and still today, like, there was always, like, rebellion. I just Mm -hmm. didn't want to follow rules. And, like, it's not as prevalent now. But, you know, when I was starting to tattoo and I I told people, like, yo, I want to be in the tattoo industry, it was like you couldn't say anything worse. Yeah. Maybe corn, but, like, (laughs) besides, you know, you couldn't say anything worse, especially to, like, parents. They're like, oh... That's cool. Like, where did I go They're wrong? Like, great, you're gonna be <laughs> They're like, we were thinking, yeah, like maybe you could do something that like makes you independent and successful. And yeah. I'm like, nah, fuck that, you know. 
and then just running with that and then being able to like create a life out of that and yeah. kind of like fuck you to everyone is it feels so good. Yeah, I'm I I'm like <laughs> run by that energy. Yeah. When people tell me that I shouldn't do something, it makes me want to do it so bad. Right. Like I will do things just because I can. I'll probably still be filming videos like I do till I'm 85 just because I can. Like, <laughs> I love that because I'm just like <laughs> you guys cannot tell me that I can't. You'll right. have the hardcore I fans to stay it. with you. Yeah. Well, if they're not dead, I don't know. <laughs> I th- hopefully at that point I'll be doing it as a as a public statement rather than any financial need. Just like asserting dominance. Over yeah, an art piece, like, <laughs> right. like just an installation, purely in educational. Museum. Yeah, it's like you guys just have to deal with this because I want to put this out here. Right. Performance. Yeah, performance piece. Exactly. Maybe I'll do that too. Yeah, just keep tatting when your work. hands don't work. <laughs> just, you just see me one day on in the people. corner and they'll break. <laughs> like it's time, guys. I just yeah. like start taping the machine <laughs> to your hand. <laughs> just like. Just Are like you guys afraid that it. AI might take over the business? Um, I mean, no. I think there's always space for human yeah. connection. Like, my whole thing going into this job was I had a theory that human connection and intimacy is what people really respond to, really in any industry, like, whatever you're doing. And so I wanted to make mine kind of hyper-humanized, like, be super real, and be super intimate and and close with the people that were my fans and just on the internet and be hyper honest and like honesty just is way crazier like the shit that's real and the things we all think about are way crazier than any like fake thing you could make up right so my whole marketing and how I built my whole business was just off of being hyper intimate with people and it worked really well so my theory so far has proved true so I feel like, I mean, AIs can be, like, the hottest or do the hottest, but I think that that's not necessarily what makes people work. Like, it's not necessarily about being, like, the hottest, even though I love, honestly, I love AI corn. Like, right. I've, I've watched <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> I take info from it. But that's not the whole job. Well, the same topic comes up in, like, tattooing. Like, hey, are you guys worried that, uh, you know, AI will take over? Yeah. And, and my, my view is similar to yours. You know, like you, there's just innovation, there's, right? That human it. aspect, the connection, there's the a human touch to it that makes it cooler. It's not always about perfection. Right. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think I'll die long before, or I'll be financially like not needing to worry about anything long before that's a actual threat. Sure. Wait, you said 80 something. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like that's, she said, she's going to do it for fun. fun. That's for fun. <laughs> yeah. That's for fun. Fair. Yeah. I'll just, that'll be like a rebellion to the AI. Right. I'll just be like, look at me at eighty five doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Deal with the, deal with the spectacle. Yeah, and then like little kids will walk around and be like, "That's a real one." <laughs> yeah, that's a real one. She did it for real. Right, yeah. Right. The people that really bring in the money now are like the AI people that are just like, they have a AI front to them. Everything. And they're just speaking in the background. Wait, you mean actual AI or real people like that are trying to be AI? No, it's actual. Like it's it's like real people behind an AI front of, like, they look completely different. You oh, know, like, the, the, okay. the, deep the visual is I mean, AI. But the, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. They're wearing, like, those green screens. They're probably things? way smarter, too, because I just now walk around, like, with my face out that this is just... I, <laughs> it's too late. It's Yeah, it's just all out there. <laughs> right. Whereas they were smarter to do it behind a Do you a think mask. that is smarter, though, to do it behind a mask? 
I mean, I couldn't do it because I just enjoyed the rebellion of like throwing my life off a cliff. Right. Just like seeing what happened. I am Iron Man. Yeah. I'm just going to see what plays out if I just fully push this to the max. Like I enjoy the thrill of that. But I mean, I think that's pretty fucking smart. You could do so many things with that. Whereas I've kind of pigeonholed myself into. Right being unemployable yeah well there's definitely like okay if i'm gonna put my face out there and do this i'm gonna have to navigate everything that comes with that yeah. and 100 percent, like not everyone's up up for it yeah you know well yeah because have you you know those sites like the ai sites like pim eyes do you know those no you like put your face like you take a selfie of yourself even right now like it could you take a selfie and it brings up every single image of you on the internet oh sick and Mine is horrific. Wow. Mine is hundreds of thousands of images on just random sites, all with my butthole out. Yeah. Like, there, there's no... And as Same. the future, like, as it goes forward, you know, they're going to just do facial recognition and just not even allow me on websites. I'm or sure. in countries, maybe. I was about yeah, to say, like, literally. TSA, they just, like, scan your face, and it's just like, boho, 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 Yeah, exactly. Get her. <laughs> but I do enjoy that. It's, yeah. it's a rebellion. It's like putting your full self out there right? as part of the cause. Now we'll go down people. with it. It's fine. I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad at all. Yeah, as long as you're comfortable with it, it's all it really Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that it, people even do think it is bad. Or that people, like, that I'm not, that I've been deleted on every social media app 20 times. Right. Because I don't think having sex is bad. I think everybody does it. I don't understand why filming it makes it something that makes you unemployable. Do you think, though, that, like, because I guess the argument could be uh, the age demographics that go on these apps, right? Yeah, that's a good one. You know? Yeah. I, I understand where you're coming but from. But also, like, so showing myself, like, obviously I'm not going to have sex on TikTok. Because <laughs> right. I can't. Like, I understand that. But talking about it. Oh, and you'll get banned just from talking about yeah. it? Yeah, but I also know that comes with the territory. Like, the whole reason I'm able to market myself on those sites is because I say things that are technically not allowed. Like, I skirt the rules. Right. So that's how you stand out. And then, of course, you get banned. Yeah. So I do understand that. It's also with, like, my industry, if it wasn't as taboo and if people didn't think it was horrible or have, like, the stigma, it wouldn't have as much power and I wouldn't make as much money. Right. So there's something about it being taboo that makes it way more powerful. Sure, or like attractive time. to yeah. people. Like, oh, that's different. Or even like, oh, I would never do that, but I'm yeah. curious mm-hmm. about it. The more like, it gets normalized, the less it's going to be something that kind of... Yeah, attracts that, attracts like rebellious... Th- yeah, yeah. yeah. Same for us, too. So it's okay. Yeah, you know, you, you, I never thought about that, but you might be right, actually. No, it's like exclusive for us, either. Because there was that crowd that would get tattooed, and it was, like, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, you're a badass. Like, that's, like, why would you do that? Yeah. That's, like, fading. Yeah, because now there's, like, people that aren't cool getting yeah, tattooed. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, or it's, like. It doesn't mean you're cool. Yo, <laughs> like, 10 years ago, when someone come in and be, like, face tatted, it'd be, like, ooh, you yeah, know? And yeah. now it's, like, no, it's cool, but not, it's not as, as cool big as it of was. A, yeah. Yeah. It's not as big of a commitment. Right. Like, back then, it yeah. really did mean you were unemployable. Yeah. And I think. Like, we've seen that in your industry, too, with, like, OF and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it just broadened the... Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Like everyone's doing now. it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, OnlyFans, it's crazy, but they they didn't just, like, recruit people from the industry. They created a whole new industry. Right. Like they just brought people from regular life. In the beginning of OnlyFans, it was, like, girls from my hometown that were just normal girls had a link in their bio. 
Then, of course, as it got more associated with, like, adult, adult content, right. then they all took it out to their bios, and now it's just... Yeah, because I think even in the early, early days, it wasn't even, like, about that, right? Yeah, no, no it was, I think like, it was more about celebrity lifestyle yeah. and, like, personal stuff. And, like, stuff. every girl in your hometown in the beginning of COVID or, like, right before that, they'd put it up because, like, maybe four people would pay to see them in bikinis. I think... I'm talking even before that. Yeah, it was, like, a... I'm a huge fan of this person. I yeah. just want like more. Impressive. Yeah, I want to see like a personal patron. life. Yeah, because like, I similar. remember our buddy, just to like show off marketing skills. This was years ago. He's like, "Watch this. I'm gonna create, you know, an account, and I'm just gonna show my personal life and my beard." And he did that. Like no nudity, nothing like that, and was making a lot of money. That's crazy. Yeah, because it, it I don't think it. I don't me. think it was like sex driven in the beginning. Yeah, that makes sense. There were I might be of, wrong, but there I don't, were a I don't lot of industry people right, that were yeah. on it for like years before COVID and stuff. Before I even found out about it, but they never made much money on it compared to the boom that happened from COVID. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, like sex sells, so it's like, of course, it's going to be like driven into that. Like, if yeah. anyone, and we've seen that in every industry, bro. Uh, I see a picture of like a tattoo that's on a pair of boobs. It's got so many more likes than yeah. a regular tattoo. Sure, or even know? like clothing industries yeah, with the models they exactly. choose or. Let's it just, just call it for what it is. Like, you know, if you're like a, a hot female tattoo artist. You're you know, booked. You're, right. <laughs> you sex to sell everything. Like, I always say, like, they try to Male sell too. a, a yeah. Snickers Not as bar. much as female because we fall for it more. But yeah. That's more true, gullible. actually. Yeah. That's very true. It's really taking men's money for the sex sells kind of thing. But yeah. for women, too, I think. Just yeah, being yeah. more sexually attractive is like... It, it's what everybody wants. So but I think, like, what you're that. doing is you're, you're playing into, like, deep, deep, uh, what's it fucking called? Temptation. Like, primal instinct yeah, type 100%. stuff, you know? 100%. You're like, oh, well, that's in everyone, so I'm going to take advantage of that <laughs> yeah. and pull some money from <laughs> it. Yeah, that's true. Everyone is a market. Yeah. It's, it's the craziest industry. It's just the money makes, it, I mean, it makes complete sense, but it's mind-blowing. Right. So crazy. Well, let's go. Let's go back a little bit. How did you get involved with this? Um, and, and when? <laughs> <laughs> so, I got involved in three years ago, I think, at this point. Okay. But I, it's a long story. But basically, I was doing pre med at UCLA, and I was working at a homeless shelter for veterans, and while I was applying to med school, and. I ended up getting a crush on one of the homeless veterans there. Obviously. And we went out and spent time together one night in his car that he lived in. And that night he took my anal virginity. Nice. And after that night, and it was just like the best night of my life because of that. And after that night, I had anal every single day for about the next year with him. And that's, and then COVID hit. And during COVID, I was going crazy finishing up my classes from my apartment. And so I was just, like, completely alone. I was having anal every single day with this homeless guy in his car who was manic bipolar, like, so manic and unmedicated. And I think I was just going a little bit insane. And so I needed – and I didn't have any creative outlet like I used to with school because I was just, like, studying from textbooks. So I started – I had a secret TikTok account where I was sharing stories about anal and, like, meme jokes about anal. 
And really quickly, because that was back when TikTok, you could post anything. Like I could right. say the craziest stuff with no code words and it would stay up. Nice. So really quickly, it started going viral. And then everyone was like, do you have an OnlyFans? Do you have an OnlyFans? And I didn't even know what it was. So I looked it up and figured I could make some money in the three months before med school started. So I was like, oh, I'll post bikini pictures or whatever. Yeah. And then I think I made 8K the first month. And this was all secret. Like I was hoping no one would figure out. I made 8K the first month. I was also at that time, like I was going to sex parties in LA. I, I was just, I've always been hypersexual. Right. And so I started really quickly just sharing a lot of shit online and it felt really good to do it. Okay. So by the second month, I like made- Like empowering kind of? Yeah, or like I just, just like to finally have an relief. outlet. I don't, it was like a compulsive oversharing thing where it's like, I don't know what it was. I think I was craving like throwing my life off the yeah, cliff, yeah. basically. Like I was so bored with what I was doing. I realized I didn't want to go to med school anymore. Like I didn't like the idea of knowing what I was going to do for the next 20 to 40 years of my life. And so I started to just, like, bomb that, basically. Yeah, yeah. And um, But I realized really fast with this that it wasn't just, like, a compulsive thing that was going to ruin my life and I could actually capitalize on it. I didn't know I'd make this much money or anything, but the second month I made 40 k and I was like, this is the craziest. It probably I didn't never feel real. This, yeah, it didn't feel real at all. Right. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so rich. I'm right. so rich. <laughs> right. And so I was like, okay, I can pay for my own apartment. I got to tell my mom I'm not applying to med school. Right. And because I'd finished all my applications and everything. She thought Because I know crazy. she's going to say, why? Because my mom's a doctor. My dad's okay. in finance. Like, my parents are two super type A people. I right. went to six years of undergrad. I did four years at NYU, got my degree. Then I decided I wanted to do medical school. So I did two more years at UCLA doing pre-med. So I was just in school nonstop my whole life. They paid for all of that. And then I'm like, hey. And they don't know anything about my sex so life. So I met a guy. <laughs> yeah, they don't know anything about my sex life at all. And then all of a sudden I'm like, hey, I've been making a lot of money online, like, you know, posting naked pictures and stuff. Yeah, what'd they say? And my mom thought I went insane. Like, she thought I had a psychotic break. She thought I needed to be institutionalized. Yeah. But then really quickly she realized that I had more free time. I had I was happier I could go on walks with her all the time I was still exactly the same like she realized I hadn't gone crazy she just saw that I was exactly the same and over time I've now proved to her that I actually have my finger on the pulse a little bit about like what will make money in this generation right and she didn't know like how is my mom gonna know anything about like her idea of porn was casting couch yeah. she was like oh she's gonna get taken advantage of and run through and destroyed and now two days ago i closed on a house for her with congratulations with all my industry money so take that mom yes well she (laughs) take that now like after the first week she she started she was like oh my daughter's fascinating and my whole family's pretty rebellious like my parents worked their way up from poverty like they both grew up super poor and that was rebellious for them to like go to college for the first time so they one, making money, like, they're happy it's doing that. But they also respect, like, that it's rebellious. Sure. They understand the thrill-seeking aspect. Well, you did it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll, ex- I'll explain Yeah, how. how should I have done it? So you went, you set the bar high yeah. with medical. Yeah. And then yeah. me, I, homeless drug addict. And then I was, yeah. like, tattooing, and they're like, thank God, yeah. something, you know? Yeah. So you made it harder on yourself. No, I did. You should have... Immediately, it was just like, 
oh, this is going to be horrible. But then now it's like, it's so much better because if I was in med school, the loans I'd have to take out, it's, the it's way rough. my mom would have to help support, I couldn't help my mom with anything. Like now, since I started this job, I have helped support my brother, helped pay off, pay off his school loans, helped my mom with rent when she needs it, now bought her a house. Like I've supported them so much. So it was a thousand percent now like the bar is way higher. What about what about like dad and brother in the beginning? Um brother, he's super rebellious. My brother's like nearing on criminal status. <laughs> so so he respects it. He likes the the rebellion of it. He thinks sure. it's super anarchist and cool. Um and then my dad, my dad never really cared about very much at all. I haven't spoken to my dad in two years, but it doesn't have to do with the industry I'm in. It's more about my parents' divorce that I, he handled horribly. Yeah. And so when I became financially independent, I d just didn't speak to him anymore. Yeah. And now I'm going to start talking to him again soon. I've like reached out and I'll see if he ever responds to me again. Cool. But my dad has never, he's always been like a fun dad, like not a parent dad. Like gotcha. at 14, he was taking my friends and I out clubbing. Like he never... I would steal shit, and cool he would be dad. like, oh, I used to do that, too. Right. And then my mom was like, you need to go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> my dad was just like, oh, yeah, this, this right. is fine. Family yeah, so therapy. I don't think he doesn't really care. How did your parents react to, I want to be a tattoo artist? My mom took it well. The rest of the family, not so much. Like, like they your, judged you? Your dad? Yeah. <laughs> I need fuck. <laughs> he straight up left. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> Still waiting on it. I feel like it's like more similar to her because like I was in college, yeah, dropped out. Like I was full full scholarship, just dropped all that shit. And was he like, didn't fuck a homeless I'm gonna tattoo. Now. Yeah, that's such a crazy that like first time you do that. But same shit happened to me. It was like COVID. They sent mm -hmm. us home. Yeah, I was like same thing. Like I didn't like a very like interactive person, hands on. Yeah. Like they sent us home with a fucking textbook, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, no. you go crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like this is probably the worst part of my life. Like this yeah. sucks. I definitely need to change. And did you have, like, did you have fear before you made the change? Like, when you know you have to make the change versus when you actually commit to it? No, it was one of those things that felt right. Like, mm -hmm. knew I wasn't happy in school. Yeah. It was, like, miserable. It wasn't like I was failing school. Everything was fine. I was just not happy. Yeah. And then, like, just getting into tattoos or just, like, you, like, you saying, like, hyperactive. Like, mm -hmm. you just knew you liked that. And it yeah. was, like, I was getting tats. I liked art. It was just one of those things that felt right. Yeah. But it was, like, a lot of my family was, like, you're going to drop out of college to do what? Yeah. And so it's like same shit, you know. Yeah, I always thought it was weird when I would watch corn and it was like a college dorm room kind of thing. I'm like, she's not going to be a doctor. They <laughs> <laughs> will. Why not are you paying for win. that? You yeah. just ruined everything. <laughs> like yeah. the storylines. Yeah, this is not believable at all. <laughs> <laughs> We're the administrators too. Right. It's like with the skits. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a fucking skit. <laughs> well, Alex has like 47. Sisters, so whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Large family. Yeah. Really, we're having to expand into different industries. I mean, we're having that to take guy got me in. <laughs> no, when I first started getting like really into the sex community was in pre-med at UCLA. The girls in my organic chemistry class would all go to sex parties every week. And they were crazy. Yeah. They were psycho. And they were also geniuses in school, too. So that's when I started. And then everybody at these parties was like hyper successful. And so I started realizing like a lot of these people are super successful because they're the same way sexually that they are also, you know, in their pursuits and other parts of their life. And I'm that way too. Like I've always been that way. 
I'm hyper intense and perfectionist about everything I do, including having sex. Like a personality type. Almost. Yeah, it's a personality type yeah. for sure. Are you that personality type? Yeah, I hate yeah, like half-ass and shit. Just, you just give everything, anything your all. Yeah. I know you're the same fucking way. You can't stand, like, shit doesn't go right. You're very, like... Yeah, but sometimes it's, like, a, ish, a, a problem. Oh, you know, yeah. If that happens with you. Like, hi- yeah. being hyper-focused yeah. or, like, working too much. Yeah. You know, it's not like always down. Well, I'm, like, I'm super hard on myself. But also, when you do... Like, I knew I wanted to... I, I had this gut feeling this was what I want to do with my life. Like, even if I... I told myself, as long as I can just pay for food and rent... I don't care if I never make any other money from this. Like, I will happily go down with this because when I'm 80 years old, I want to look back on my life and feel like I challenged myself. And school didn't feel as much like a challenge anymore because I knew after six years, like, you just study. You read the books. Like, I'm a great student. And so I just learned how to learn. And then it felt easy. It was like there was no new challenge. So the biggest challenge was doing something like this that's not, no one, there's no rule book. Like, no one tells you how to do it. I really had no clue what I was doing. Right, like you, you have make to it sell yourself. You and yeah. yeah, there's no formula. So that's what I love about like being an entrepreneur is like, or owning your own business. You can try ways that are different. Yeah. They're not industry but standard. But you have to, you have to have that, per- to, to have your successful be more insured or your success be more insured. You have to have that thing where you feel best if you're working 24 seven. Right. Like, you have this perfectionist desire to, for some reason, to, I don't know, this passion for it. Yeah, yeah. Or but it, it definitely can eat you alive, for right. sure. I, I knew it's what I wanted to do, but then I had panic attacks for probably three or four months, being like, am I doing the smartest thing I've ever done, or am I ruining my life and going crazy? Right. Like, is this the smartest? Is this, I know this is what I want to do, but is it dumb to do it to the point where, like, it will be my demise. Like, I won't be employable. I won't be able to hold bank accounts. People won't let me lease properties. Like, am I making a really bad decision? Does what society thinks matter? You know? And then I I realized, you know, fuck it. If it it does matter and they want to crucify me and I end up on the street, like, that's their problem. Sure. I remember, like, way back in the day when I'd be, like, uh, dating or having to meet parents like I knew the question was going to come up and and listen it's different now but you know 10 13 years ago and their dad is like what do you do for work yeah and I'm like I'm a tattoo artist (laughs) and when you're not looking I tattoo your daughter in the basement like I know they're gonna fucking hate me dude that's horrible yeah you you, like I always believed in my success or even felt I was successful even if other people didn't like I was happy with where I was at but other people can't see that yeah. until you have a lot of money or have built something to show for it. Right. Yeah. They look at it like a joke. But in the start, like without the money and without an, yeah. any of that, like that is still present. Like the judgment, yeah. the taboo. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And you it's have, like and that's, that's like a necessary rite of passage. You have right. to go through that. You have to, to reap the benefits. You have to want it bad enough that you're happy even existing with the taboo. Yeah, in a weird way, I liked the taboo. Like yeah. I liked everybody rejecting me. Sure. It was like a big fuck you to everybody's everything they conform to. I was like, I hate all of it. Right. I don't want to do any of it. <laughs> yeah, and I like I like enjoyed that too in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then like as you advance in your career, like you said it with like loans, houses, mm-hmm. business leases, like cool. I still don't want to deal with people. Yeah, and I, it's easier if they just don't like me because I don't have yeah. to talk to them. But now these are things, things I want to do. Exactly. You know yeah. and. 
when when you yeah, hear you just, no, it's very frustrating. Right. Like I've had bank accounts. I've had banks just after a year of being with them, they don't know what I do. It's personal bank accounts. Even I get a letter that says we don't support your line of business. All of your records have been deleted. A check's coming to you in, with all your money in seven days. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so. Like you guys are so fucked up. Yeah. Like that's just it's it causes hassle in my personal life. Right. Or like I'm banned from Airbnb. Like lots of things that make right. life just inconvenient. I forgot that to make sucked. the bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was filming. I was filming yeah. a threesome that out happens. in the hot tub, and right. the guy showed up in the middle of it. What? And was like, Is, I'm are they allowed the room police. for one more? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was just on a phone. We we're like, this is for personal use. And he's like, I'm calling the police. Wait, you're not allowed to have sex? And, and it was like a massive home yeah. with a huge backyard, fully Both. private. Like it was, I don't know. I was like, well, yeah, you can't have sex in the yard. I would yeah. like, I'm going to call police on you for sure. Yeah, here. literally. <laughs> I was like, that's so fucked up. Pervert. He's watching us on the cameras. Yeah. I would flip that whole script. On. And they didn't say they had cameras. It was fucked. But now I'm banned. And I've appealed it a lot. But I fuck Airbnb anyway. Right. Sucks anyway. What else are you banned from? Um, couple banks. <laughs> Technically, like I have a lot of emails and phone numbers that I can't use on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok. <laughs> so every time I get a new phone for any new account, I get a new phone. So I have like a whole new IP address, and then I have a new phone number and a new email. Yeah, I probably have like thirty-five emails. That's just the way. Like, okay, another one. You <laughs> yeah. know, account, and I like don't email, put phone. my full name in it. Right. I create a whole new at and stuff, so they don't know who I am. Yeah. That's all I can really think Has of. Has that been tough with, like, marketing? Um, it's a hurdle, but yeah. it's, like, a, it's just part of the job. Right. And for me, at least, on TikTok, it, it was really beneficial because it forced me. I would constantly get banned. I'd get to, like, 600K followers within a couple months, and then I'd get so many violations that it was either fully banned or shadow banned, and I'd yeah. just have to buy a new phone, make a brand-new account, and start from zero again. But back then, it was, like, way easier to go hyper-viral right. on a brand-new account than it was when you had all these violations and followers. So it actually benefited me so much. Like, I built everything off of that. Right. Off of, like, starting 18 new TikTok accounts and blowing them up and then abandoning them and then starting a new one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know how I had that persistence because I haven't done that in a while. Started yeah, I feel from like zero. I just give up. Yeah, after a <laughs> while you get so it. comfortable. You're like, no, like I'm making good money. This yeah, is yeah. fine. I don't need to go make five TikToks every single day. Right. But maybe I, I think I'm gonna start again. I kind of miss the the rage. The of first time, <laughs> the first time you get the first time you get like perma ban though, it kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Until, but I really realized that. Okay, now I just have more knowledge than I had before. I have more people who know who I am. I have more marketing strategy than I had before. Why can't I do it again? And also I saw the pattern that like it was way easier to blow up on new accounts. Yeah. So luckily, for some reason, I think out of pure desperation with I can't fuck this up, I really saw things for how they were and like didn't let my ego get involved at all. Whereas now it's harder for me now. It's like, oh, I love my account with all my followers. Yeah. <laughs> it feels nice yeah. <laughs> to not just start from zero. But back in the day, I was so cutthroat. Because I just, I couldn't risk failure. Right. What are you doing now to prevent getting banned on these things? Well, back then, it was really hard to get violations. So I was crazy. Like, I do completely different things on TikTok now and with all my content. Because making yourself, like, from zero. I, I started with zero followers. I wasn't a social media person. I didn't do social media at all. But I always saw patterns 
in social media and I felt like I could do it. So when I started, I knew that I had to do really controversial stuff that nobody was doing to get any views. So I was talking about anal like crazy. Like every single TikTok was like, was very raunchy and shocking about anal. And you just can't do that anymore. You can't talk about sex unless it's maybe in an educational way or like super code worded. But it's a recipe to just get immediately shadow banned because the bots are so good now. So it just became, I started to realize it just isn't worth my time. And so now I share a lot more. Like once I started really getting banned for it, I started vlogging my days and, and answering questions and actually talking and sharing stories. And that just happened to work out really well for me. But now it's mostly, now I've gotten all these girl followers. Like I'm 50-50 male, female now nice. on my Instagram um, which is all just from TikTok, me sharing my life and girls starting to follow me. Cool. Yeah. Which I haven't monetized at all. Yeah. They but might support the OF just with TikTok, because, you mean? Just, well, yeah, I've never or monetized females. TikTok, but I yeah. haven't monetized any, like, my women followers at all. Right. I don't, I don't have anything to offer them. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't expect you guys. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I didn't expect you guys to fuck with me because women never fucked with me before. Do you have yeah. any ideas? Um, yeah, I'm working on some stuff. All right. We're working on some That's stuff. That's true. Did you know that, Cam? No. It's because you don't fucking pay attention. <laughs> can we talk about it? Yeah, we can talk about it. Fill me in. Merch. That's right, Cam. Oh, I did know that. Which I've been wanting to do <laughs> forever. I've been wanting to merch forever, and I just, there was never a good team or, like, a good, that. and this has just been perfect. Yeah. It's been so good. Well, it's, it's. My end of it has been fun because I just have always loved fashion, especially shoes. It yeah. really started with shoes. That's crazy. And you have tons of shoes, right? Like a huge shoe collection. Yeah, you were telling me about it. Well, it. So even before that, I remember my one buddy collected shoes, and I was like, "That is the dumbest waste <laughs> of money I've ever seen. You're a loser, and I feel bad." <laughs> For your poor money skills. That's what I would think, Peasant. right? I wouldn't say it out loud. I'd be like, that's cool, man. Everyone has their thing, you know? <laughs> and uh, then I got curious, and he really explained um, how you can resell them mm-hmm. and how they're like stocks. And this whole time with, like, my idiot brain, I thought he was just wasting, throwing away money mm-hmm. when, in fact, he was making money and getting to wear a bunch of cool shoes. Yeah, <laughs> that is crazy. In turn, I was the idiot (laughs) so that became cool to me and then you know I started doing it myself because I was just like oh wow like I could wear whatever shoe I want and it's almost like people are paying me to wear shoes so that was cool really got into it and then it just expanded because like while you're trying to find out what shoes are going to do well by researching like fashion you know icon celebrity whatever you also see the clothing they're putting out right so then okay now Clothes are involved. You start to just get, see more of the aesthetics of, like, what's coming out. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it, ju- it just, you know, kind of went nuts. And then you start to wear a bunch of different clothes and, and decide what you like, what you don't like. Like, oh, I really like more oversized stuff. Or I like this blend, you know, versus uh, this style or shorts. Or whenever I wear these shorts, I want to wear these socks. And now you have opinions. Mm-hmm. So then it kind of came to this point where it's like, I would really like to make clothes, you know, and, and a lot of the beginning things we would create and I'd be like, I don't know what I did wrong, but I won't wear this and it looks bad, you know, so a lot of like trial and error. Uh, and I think we really started to produce things 
that I liked and would wear um, with the Model Citizen company we have. Because we'd always, like, make shop shirts, and, like, the design would be cool, and, like, T-shirts are fine, but I couldn't, like, get it. I was like, I won't. Like, I'd rather wear my hype stuff. That's what it always Mm -hmm. came down to. I'd rather wear the clothes I have than these shop shirts I'm making. So to finally, like, have a clothing company that I would actually, like, wear was fun. Yeah, that's right. Um, And I think really what it came down to was, like, making the clothes for me Mm. rather than, like, making the clothes that I thought would sell. Yeah. Or, like, for others. Yeah. You know? And then... Kind of getting, you know, because there's all the back end bullshit, like where to order, who does the production, like the different terms, and that always so really, that always really intimidated me. That part, yeah, because I have a high quality taste, but I don't know how to make that happen. Like now that we kind of have it, like I'll design T-shirts and sh- and you know socks and mesh or what all day, but then it's it's kind of bullshit to actually produce that. Yeah. And sometimes it's so frustrating, it, like, makes you not want to create, yeah, you know? I can but that. It takes a lot of time. Right. It's been a lot of months in the works. Yeah. With even more. Well, and signs. then it was so nice, like, um, talking with you, and it's like, cool, let's do, like, a, let's do, like, a Stella s- style of, of this clothing. Because mm-hmm. it, it's just a new topic that, like, yeah. tattoos and, like, that, like, I, we've created, like, so many designs for that. Yeah. And then bringing like a new industry, it like sparks, the, yeah, it like inspires a new again. project. Right, right. It's like, the oh, designs we can do are this so sick too. Yeah, it just fun. worked perfectly. Yeah. Like the quality is so good. The designs are so good. Yeah. I'm excited and about I it. And I think it's stuff people will wear. Yeah. Which I mean, is, I, is, I've even worn it like yeah. all around. Like I wear it. I'll, like I'll wear it. And that's the thing. I didn't want to have stuff that I wouldn't wear it just felt like a cash grab it's just that's just so it doesn't feel to me. good no it doesn't yeah it doesn't have you seen any of the designs no i haven't seen them i saw the first family therapy run yeah that's what because i saw the family therapy yeah. ones first i was like these are so nice. nice and then we there. slowly started talking about me doing that same kind of thing right sick i'm excited you know what it's I, called it's been, i've been needing to do it for so long tell them nick Illegal laundry. Nice. Isn't that kind of sick? That is sick. Yeah, I do like that. Stay tuned, Cam. Illegal laundry. Illegal laundry. And then, like, we'll start with with mine. Yeah. But then we're going to do it with other girls, too, which I think is going to be so cool. That's right. Other industry girls. Other e-girls. But I, I think it is cool. One, because, like, we can help with having it be articles that are... Like cool, they're fashionable. Mm-hmm. It's not just like this, like gi- actually cool. this Gildan bullshit I pressed on or whatever, yeah. and then have the individual be proud yeah. of of what they're get, you know. Yeah. And it's like, and it's exactly not like a, it's not like an annoying merch shirt. It's like right. even if you don't know who the girl is, you could like I'm on Grailed all the time, yeah, buying old shirts like vintage, like these, like yeah, buying yeah. vintage shirts of you know Eminem or like others of my favorite. Right. artists and they're so expensive and crazy and like collector's pieces and i feel like that's what these are like yo it'll be cool in like a couple decades go by like when so you're sick. old like 80 right <laughs> and it's like yo i have an original, original stella illegal laundry that's how i feel about yeah. the samples yeah i'm like oh my god right. these are a piece of history well and it's fun because we get samples that like we won't use 
and like, okay, it's a sample. There's only one of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is kind of cool. It's like a one-off. Yeah, it's you sick. Know? It's yeah. really yeah. cool to make your own clothes. Yeah. It's so cool. I love it. And it's not just like, yeah, pumped out. Right. And like spending the time and having it be work and honestly, even dealing with the bullshit, like it makes it that much better. Yeah. It's like, yo, I really, I know that like I worked hard to produce this piece of clothing. So I am like very proud to give it to people. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The quality is just so nice. Yeah. Like that is my favorite part about it. It feels like any of the really nice shirts that I own. Right. So that's sick. I, I get this better than I could have ever expected. Keep and your, the colorways are crazy. That's right. I'm excited. So <laughs> yeah, that's my Cam first. Cam don't even fucking know. That's my I first know. offering to, to the women. Me. They've been asking me for a long time to release merch. Yeah. So I'm finally doing that. Thanks to you guys. Do we have Do we have an expected launch? I think roughly maybe, but not really. Right? Okay. I don't know. Do Coming you? Soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. Coming <laughs> soon. You'll know when it hits you. Yeah. That's good marketing right there. Coming soon. Yeah, it'll be fucking everywhere. You'll see like 20 different TikTok accounts. (laughs) I'll just be wearing them all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be so fun to wear myself on a shirt. Cam does Results? Yeah. On the way. We have a a shirt with me on it. I wear it all the time. Really? Do you actually? Like your face on it. The unemployable shirt. Oh my God, Do we have any of those? Yeah. They're right there. Yeah. There's some, there's some, uh, shirts that like we'll do like series of the unemployable is like one but essentially it's just as unemployable on the front and then the back just has like a visual representation <laughs> of someone that's unemployed that's amazing <laughs> that's awesome that's so, so it, cool. you know it could be any of us here today yeah that's yeah. actually a great concept yeah i think so too yeah it's like a fun way for me to make fun of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Improv it off. Improv it off. Cam gets it. so great. I get it. I, I kind of had a weird question that I wanted to throw out. Um, what's your thoughts on legalizing prostitution? Because I always thought it was crazy that prostitution was illegal, but if you film it and sell it, yeah. it's legal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What's your thought on that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've always thought that, like, the filming and selling it thing is interesting because it, I don't know, it feels it feels very different because it's, like, performance versus, like, two performers working together. Right. But. Like, trained professionals? I, yeah, it just, it just feels like a different <laughs> industry. But at the same time, I, um, I definitely, I think legalization of a lot of things. I just think it is, is good. Like, I. I know that if it's legalized, it's a lot safer. And I know exactly. that if it's when things are illegal and kind of like pushed into dark corners, they like even I know when back pages um, got banned in the US, it was horrible for the safety of prostitutes and, and for the tracking of, of uh, human trafficking. So I'm like for legalization of almost anything. I really think, yeah. Regulation. I think I think it's aren't always bad. Yeah, I think and I and I think selling sex and buying sex is like one of the oldest professions ever. I think it's like a very feminine thing to do. It's like a feminine power. Whether it's like stripping or prostitution, it feels like something women have always kind of had in their back pocket to use. So I mean, I don't see any problem with it at all. And I think if it's legalized, it's way safer. I agree. Yeah. 
I went to Amsterdam when I was 17 with my friend, and we went to the red light district, and we just paid one of the prostitutes there to take us up to her room and talk to us for like two hours and tell her tell us about her life, and it was so interesting and so cool. Go and on. it was just like a regular <laughs> job. It was one that was the first time I ever met like a sex worker, and I was so interested, but I didn't I didn't know much about that world at the time, and. That was the first time I ever saw it as, like, a real job. She was like, oh, yeah, I have a boyfriend. Like, I have this many vacation days. Um, you know, I make this much. They make, they make bank. Oh, there. I'm sure. Um, and she was really cute. We, we picked, like, the least scary-looking one. She was, like, dressed in a bunny really outfit. scary-looking ones? Oh, when you go, have you ever been? No. Any of you guys ever been? I'm going to pick the scariest one. <laughs> you, right. walk, you walk there at night, and it's, you know, all their rooms are, like, all glass and lit up, and they're just standing there staring out at you. A lot of them look terrifying, <laughs> like really scary, yeah, like and intimidating. Yeah, they like look really like scary. that's a mannequin. <laughs> Wanna fuck? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't extremely hot right. at all, but she was hot, <laughs> and, and she was like, "Oh yeah, my boyfriend paid for my boob job, so I got like six weeks off recently to heal from that." And uh, that's and then they have like a a button right next to their bed that they can press, and the police will show up in sixty seconds or less. Oh wow! And they have like a key into their door and everything. And they, they have these glass doors, and they take you upstairs into their little bedroom cave. I don't That's like cool. buttons like that because I. That's wanna, scary to me. Life wanna, alert. No, <laughs> I don't like. I want to press those. Yeah, buttons. yeah exactly. Like big red yeah. button, like it just screams press. Like they're like yeah. fire alarms. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's cr- it's a lot of power. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was gonna make the bed rumble. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought this was gonna drop a disco ball. Yeah, <laughs> <room. laughs> like room service. Yeah. How did that conversation end? Where she's like, all right, time's up. <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. You're like, well, thank you for showing us everything. She was like, I'll put another quarter in. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I'm, I've always, I mean, the thing is prostitution happens whether it's legal or not. Like, yeah. same as abortion, like, same as a ton of other shit, same as drug use. Like, it just, people are going to do it anyway. Right. It has nothing to do with the legality. They're just going to do it in a different way or like, it's just going to happen anyway. Prostitution, ev- uh, prostitution is everywhere. Right, it's just like Regular does girls, the government want to sponsor prostitutes? It? <laughs> yeah, true. everybody. She's exactly. trying to tax that. Exactly. <laughs> they just Why don't they marijuana. want the tax money off that? Yeah, very true. Um. Yeah. Thank you. Legalize everything. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've had that question looming since I was eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> so I figure it's the right time to ask. What about like with boundaries and, and working with others? Have you ever had a time where you've had to set clear boundaries or things didn't go as planned? Um, I've always been really bad with boundaries. I'm like not, I'm so, I have no boundaries. That's and fine. I've had to learn. <laughs> I don't care if you do that. I've okay. had to learn, but I'm a person that likes being put in the uncomfortable. So I really enjoy like just seeing how things play out. So you're like, these are my boundaries and I need you to cross them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I have no boundaries. It's so bad, but I, I haven't really, honestly, I haven't had any bad experiences. Oh, I awesome. don't work with that many people though, is the thing. Sure. So in the beginning, I only filmed with my ex-boyfriend right. and it was just me for two years in my bedroom making videos with my boyfriend. Not in the car? <laughs> <laughs> Not in the car. Oh, gotcha. That's the same guy. This is a different. On the, on the side of the road though, sometimes. Nice. And intense when we would go camping. Okay. Yeah. Never in the car, though. So it was, like, adventurous. Yeah. But a lot of times just in the house. Have like, you had to It doesn't take that much to make a good video. <laughs> How long do you think you'll last in a horror movie? <laughs> Discredits everyone in the industry. It doesn't take that much to make a good video. Employable podcast. We have 
the unemployable t-shirt. It's okay. Also, we have a variety of other clothing on the modelcitizenapparel.com. You can even use discount code CAMSUCKS for 10% off. Why are you guys standing behind me? Cam, you ever thought about making videos? No. Have you ever like filmed just with a girl? Like you just filmed on Snapchat yeah, for like? Of course. Careful. <laughs> I'm gonna hack Careful. it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everyone in my generation has gone through that Snapchat. Yeah, phase. everybody that I talk to is you? like, "Oh, you want to see my hidden folder on my yeah, phone?" And then you? they show me. <laughs> you, I you don't mind me asking. What? How old are you? Uh, 26. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had to set a boundary with a client? <laughs> yeah. Go on. <laughs> Wait, really? How so? Yeah, client, clients will hit on us all the time. And you, but you actually, to actually set the boundary where you're like, hey. Yeah, like, this isn't cool. Like, same shit like with him. I like, guess it fucks with your money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you but want do they these still come back come after back. you set the boundary? Sometimes. The ones that, like, the ones that are down, they'll, like, keep trying. What do you mean by down? The ones that, oh, like, so you don't set the boundary no and they an don't answer. respect yeah, it. Yeah, you know. Those are the only like, ones that come if, back. If, like, I continue to pay your money, like, you're okay with me, like, still harassing you every day? And it's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> at this point in my career, yes. It's like, well, I do actually enjoy getting sexually harassed right. for money. If yeah. I'm making money. No, don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it definitely deters clients as well, though. Yeah, there's like a finesse to it. Yeah, yeah. there is. You don't want to scare them. I've had to learn yeah. that because I'm really, I was always it's the same shit. a people pleaser. Yeah, like, I was bad like at setting boundaries. Semi flirt yeah. back. It's not like serious, but like. Yeah, that's the art of being a human. Like, yeah, you kind of have to figure out how to like interaction thing. Like, sometimes, like, the client wants that from their tattooers. Yeah. So you just give it to them. You know? <laughs> they, they, they just give, it to them. <laughs> give them everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's just experience, and it's probably really similar uh, in your industry. Like, you find out. The way that you want to handle that. Yeah. Right. And because I know for myself, like when I was younger, I would flirt back. I would go with it because yeah. I didn't want to make them feel rejected. Exactly. Yeah, you don't right. I've definitely gotten awkward. so much better at because that's the same thing. Like when you film with someone, there's in the beginning, I felt like that's so exciting. Like you build a connection with someone. Right. And yeah. so then you flirt more with them and you and you make it more personal than it has to be. Right. And then now it's like, okay, I don't need to lead people on or like create a connection Correct. where there isn't yeah, one right. just to like make the them feel better. In. And so I have learned to be more straightforward right. and harsh. <laughs> well, yeah, because as I kind of... And there's a way to do that in a, in Correct. a cool Correct. way. Yeah, because as I've like gotten older, I, I really don't flirt back anymore, but it's just like handled in a different way, mm -hmm. kind of like you said. Uh, maybe it's a, a brush off or even like, hey, thank you. However, yeah. you know, this well, is sometimes this like is I deal. found some of the most seductive people to me are the most straightforward. They're just yeah. they will just speak their mind and they'll be like, that is not cool. Like or, the, right. you know, yeah. and 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 it's and you admire them for it. And yeah. they make it seem really cool instead of, like, you take it personal and they make it awkward. And it can come off as confidence, which is attractive. Yeah, exactly, right? rather than, like, a diss or something. And so yeah. I've kind of taken inspiration from the people that do that in my life. Right. But whatever works, like, I, yeah. whatever you're comfortable with, I just kind of came to a point where I was like, I don't have to flirt back. I can just be an adult and, exactly. like, be honest yeah. with you about yeah. it, you know? Because it does get exhausting. Yeah. That kind of thing. Right. It really we does. Do it, it, it's almost identical. Like, yeah. you're this close to them. We're this exactly. close to them. We're there four hours. Yeah. Like, we work with the opposite gender. And it's not even, like, just in my job, honestly. It's just life. I'm sure. Yeah. And yeah. it's also with being in my industry, 
anyone who comes up to you and knows you're in the industry yeah. expects you to kind of be a certain way or they think like you're down to fuck or like you have no boundaries yeah exactly right? and so then it's like i have to not people please and like be the person they think i am and like think that because it's hard in the beginning sure you want everyone to like enjoy you right like you <laughs> want to be give liked, my, give, right? give pleasure to everyone yeah. I mean, it's the yeah. same, like, at a bar, out. Uh, yeah. Oh, you need tattoos, I want to get this, blah, 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 right? Yeah. Like, yeah. they think we're, we just want to do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not always the case. Right. Boundaries are hard in life. They are. And yeah, a like lot of times they're not. Like, some people have too many boundaries. It's usually, sure. like, the most awkward part of a person's relationship with anyone. Like, whether it's serious or yeah. not, it's usually, like, those, like, first setting boundaries is, like, what makes or break, like, friendship relationship exactly. anything well yeah and then you start to you question it when you've never done it before you're like am i being a dick is yeah. this okay am yeah, i allowed feel to like do you're this being a dick. right yeah. yeah am i hurting their feelings are they not gonna like especially me? like if you are a people pleaser like someone like us who yeah. like works for the client you know yeah. it's like where you try to give them the best experience it may not always feel like you did the right thing so i have an idea maybe let's hear it we're gonna come on to cam and he's gonna set a boundary with us <laughs> yeah Let's sexually harass him <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. see how far we can push him until he sets a boundary. <laughs> All right, take your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> Not setting a boundary. He puts He's his hoodie up. He just starts flirting back. <laughs> Gonna hide. I actually don't feel comfortable doing that. <laughs> so how how would you set a boundary? I don't know. I kind of like just blame the job. You're kind of just like, listen, we're at work. You know, oh, this excuses is, this is are what, good. That's yeah, like you know, rule it's like you kind of like yeah. push it off yourself. It's like, yeah, like, okay. hey, what are you doing after this? <laughs> hey, I'm on going my period. I can't. I can't fuck. <laughs> going home and drawing for tomorrow. Yeah, you should say that, Cam. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my period. I can't uh, fuck my butt period. <laughs> <laughs> Periods only stop yeah, a sentence. I, literally, drawing is my number one excuse for everything. I don't. If I don't want to go out, I have to draw. Right. Yeah, if like once they're like touching you. Oh, because like, oh, people so ask funny. you like, "Hey, you want to go out after this?" Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, you know, I kind of got to prep for my appointment tomorrow. I might not even have an appointment tomorrow, yeah. but it's like, oh, I got to go home and draw. He's lying. Like, I don't have lying. an appointment tomorrow. Yeah. I just <laughs> lie to them. Yeah. They're so dumb, they believe it. <laughs> Scam. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Scam, Cam. Scam. That is like the intro to setting boundaries. Is you just start lying to people more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it may not be like a full on. Like I might not have an appointment tomorrow that I'm drawing yeah. for, but I might just like draw anyway it's just nicer you know? to let down someone easy though yeah but it's not like i'm like it's not like a bullshit lie like oh uh, my dog has dog covid well played what if they're I'm like busy. touching you during the the session like haha that's so funny they're like grabbing your shoulder i'm like big on like my clients not moving so right. like, even if my clients like on their phone or giggling i'm like hey could you just stop moving Right. Yeah, it's like, oh, like you're shaking the bed. You're, I need you to be still. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just like shoulder grip me while I'm tired. Do people ever get turned on, like, during... Because, oh, you know, a lot of people, people are like, people oh, pain. the pain of it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that. I think I I've had, like, two for real people. I've had you, a bunch of fakers. You ever yeah. Had, like, yeah, a lot of people love to be like, oh, right. yeah, this I'm so edgy. Yeah, I love You ever had someone just, like, start moaning in your chair? Yeah. That's uncomfortable, dude. Like, they come in to get tattooed just for the yeah. sexual it's pleasure like, look, of it? We get tattooed, and we typically don't get, like, smaller tattoos, so most of our tattoos are, like, really fucking painful. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, there's no way you're fucking enjoying this yeah. right now. Like, this is not And then normal. you gotta, like, apologize to everyone in the shop. Yeah. You, you're that Shit. guy today with that client. Yeah. That's, like, making a scene in the chair. 
you know? You gotta and, like, go around Because I tattoo around. over what there, so... Scene? Like, moaning, and, like, mm. it's just weird. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. You're like, relax, it's a stencil. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even started yet. Right. That's You hit wild. them with the free soap, and they're like, mm. They're like, it's at like, the stop. end, they're like, did you come? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> They need a different outlet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really do. Yeah, I had one that uh, she didn't say anything. Like, she wasn't trying to show off. And then she was just, like, kind of making weird noises during it. Um, it was almost like she was trying to hide it. Yeah. Which made me, like, be like, yo, this chick's for real. Yeah, like, yeah. she and felt then, bad about it. And then they would, like, slip out, like, loud moans. And I was just <laughs> so uncomfortable. But then I was also, like, testing my theory. Like, I would be like, here's my chance. (laughs) 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 You know, whatever. And I'm like, damn, bro. So I kind of, like, knew it was coming. So I, like, let everyone know, like, hey, I might have a, you know, weird client today. Um, (laughs) This goes south. I'm sorry, guys. You know. She just, like, comes all over the table. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, She just gets up from the bed. She's just wet. Right, bro. (laughs) That's crazy. But it's almost like the fake ones are worse because they're, oh, like, wait, trying yeah. to put on a show mm, for yeah. everyone, you know? Like, they're obviously hitting on you. It's not like that they find this. They're I like don't even mean the hitting. I mean, like, they're trying to show you that pain turns them on. Yeah. And they're trying so to, like, cringy. prove it to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they're trying to prove it to you. You're just like, yo, I'm just like, trying to do this tattoo and go yeah. home. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> you don't even want to eat. Right? Yeah, <laughs> respect <laughs> the, at least if you try and hide it. Right. Yeah. Like, you're trying to be polite about yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, another, like, very common similarity between our industries is, like, the respect. It's, like, same shit with us. Like, I feel like something you have to, like, earn or it's, like, you're just, like, treated differently. Like, everyone expects mm. a tattoo or just be, like, rad and down and have, like, no respect for themselves. And it's, like, same kind of thing, you know? It's like I'm an artist. Yeah, you know? And then most people are, like, that's not art. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, I mean, with you guys, it's probably more, but... I don't know if there's people like that, but well, me, it's the, like that in is the beginning, not art. Yeah, that's not art. That's yeah. not fine art. You don't have to go to college for that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like it's all it, it when you're Attack doing it, it feels bucks. like art. It's not fine art. There's, there's <laughs> so much that goes into. So I have a qu- in in the beginning of tattooing, it's very much like this. It, it's disappearing, but it's still there uh, in the industry. It's like a rite of passage. You almost go through this like hazing, or you have to earn it. Usually, mm-hmm. it's proven by working crazy hours mm-hmm. for free. Kind of taking shit from artists. Is there any of that in your industry? Yeah, yes and no. I mean, there's what society puts on you that everybody experiences when you first start. Like, it's right. just you're going to have your first bank decline you. You're going to have your family disown you, a lot right. of people. You're going to have a lot of judgment. Like, that's just going to happen to everybody. So we all have been through that. But then I think there's a lot of animosity from older mainstream performers or people still in like the older industry towards the OnlyFans girls because it's like we didn't have that three years of just grinding it out on sets where you're treated like nothing because we could get like three viral TikToks and make so much money and And then it's like oh I'm yeah exactly literally skip that whole process that that hazing process that everybody had before but the thing is it's already so hard just to be in the industry. So it's like you see a girl that blows up and makes $5 million her first year and goes viral in the industry. She's getting declined from banks. She's getting leases denied. She's having her family disown her. No one escapes, like, the hardest parts of the industry. Right. But it is, like, a mindset that a lot of mainstream performers will be like, you're not a real porn star. Right. 
you haven't uh, you worked cheated. 300 hours yeah. on sets. You have to work 300 hours before you can call yourself a real porn star, before you're worth anything, before you have respect. But, like, to me, nowadays, it's just if you're smart, you're going to make money and blow up. And if yeah. you make money and blow up and you find a way to market yourself, respect. Right. Like, that's hard as fuck. Well, the world's changed. Yeah, yeah exactly. If you're making Things over change. a million a year, you're a porn star. Yeah. Like, you're killing that's it. That's the thing. Like, like, to me, it's just, like, well, I anybody deserves respect if – for anything. Like, let's, just let's if say you this, can do whatever. Because this would be the comparison to your industry. Let's say you do, some, you're a scratcher. Right. And you haven't had an apprenticeship and you don't use gloves. And you blow up on TikTok. Yeah. And you monetize. Mm. And you make a million a year. Are you a tattooer? No. That is a good point. Yeah, there you go. That is a very good comparison. But it doesn't mean but it's also that the you're same not thing. successful. Yeah, because I was about to say, because now you have like same thing as her industry. You have the older tattooers being like, oh, fuck that guy. It took me 10 years to get 5K, and this dude got it in five months. Like, They're going to have that same animosity as like the yeah. older people. Well, in there's also, like in our industry, too, There's it really depends on the person. So like me, I've always treated it like an art. Like I always have. I just am that way. With every video, I'm a perfectionist about it, and like... Yeah. It's a passion for me, and I treat it really seriously. And I also never scam. Like, from the beginning, it was like, I'm offering a product for you right. to purchase. And But then now there's a lot of people that blow up like that, and they don't have the, the art aspect or, like, the talent aspect. And it's literally, like, girls that blow up doing cringy shit, and then they sell an OnlyFans making it look like they have nudes or something on there, but then it's all just a scam, right? Yeah. And it's just, like pictures from their Instagram. Right, and that's like a similar thing where it's like you blow up without any actual value you're providing to anybody or like a real skill to back it up. But then there's a lot of girls that blow up and, and do have that actual real passion and like want to provide something and build a real career that lasts and they have real talent. Yeah. Yeah. So it just depends on the person. No, 100%. I, like I kind of started to notice in the same uh, topic we're talking about how easy it can be to blow up compared to what it was mm -hmm. how you know tiktok uh youtube all, to the younger generation is compared to like tv yeah you know or like maybe when we were growing up like someone that was recognized in public for lack of better terms like actually had to do something important. Yes. And yeah. that's not the case anymore. Yeah. It's just a view count. Yeah. Right? You just have to get views, whether but, it's hate, whether it's love, like anything. But, that, but accepting that's where we live right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah it, rather than, like, hating on it, like, cool, this is just the game. Yeah. You know? And the and smart ones will figure out how to play the game the most efficiently. Right. Yeah, it's like, like I feel like it's one from, like, TV to YouTubers to TikTokers. It, mm -hmm. it changes. And, like, I don't know, it just... I feel like it's better because it just gives more people the opportunity to expose themselves. Unlike yeah. like back then where it's like, oh, you had to be on TV to be big shit. It's like now that you have so many other outlets to, you know, sh if you wanted to work hard, like you can make it now. And sure. like, that's Well, you can just like your your market is just so expanded. Yeah. And you're like able to you, like, market yourself you can globally now. globally you market yeah, yourself. Exactly. You don't need like a TV producer to be like, oh, come on my show. Like, you can do these right. things yourself now. So yeah. you need an iPhone and some Wi-Fi. It's all it's you need. Right. So a good crazy. idea. Like, just say something. Internet money is terrible. It truly makes money unlimited. It's probably better than TV money now. Yeah, for sure. But it's it's an interesting like catch or double edged sword with your industry because you come in and you get this judgment. Yeah. Right? You bl and basically blacklist yourself in the entire world. And I yeah. think the fear for those judging is, what if everyone sees this? 
Yeah. And then your goal is for everyone to see this. Yeah. So then it's like, as you get this judgment, they're like, don't do this, you know, beating you down. And then you blow up. Yeah. And then you just get more, more negative <laughs> judgment. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's the craziest part is like, people are like, this is horrible. But it's like, why does it work every time? Like, why does the industry make so much money? Right. Why do titties blow up every single time? It's like, people want it. Right. Mm-hmm. As much as you want to deny like your nature, it is yeah. your nature. We like this kind of stuff. Why I can't you accept that? I keep telling Cam to take his clothes off and yeah. film it. I thought you were going to say to get titties. That's it. <laughs> Actually, I told Adrian. That was my takeaway. I, I mean, <laughs> everybody could probably benefit from I this. I told Adrian if he got fake tits, I would pay for it. And give him money on top. I was going to yeah, say, how does that say, benefit I don't know him? If that's <laughs> he might right? need like a monthly stipend. I told him I'd pay for it. I don't know why he's You're and, welcome, and bro. give him like a, a lot of money on top. And he, his only question he asked me was, can I put them on my back? <laughs> what? Huh? Yeah. That would back be crazy. You know, you'd probably blow up on TikTok for that. Yeah, he's it's probably like yeah, I don't know if you could monetize it. We'll find out later. He's coming. Someone wants to like <laughs> fuck your back titties. Yeah, you have an only there's going to be a niche, but I don't think it. there'd be yeah. nipples. It would just be like weird. Nipples. You could well, big ball sack and Notre Dame. You nipples on, can't you? Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could That's get nipples thought. on there. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, he's not going to lie. I was like, why do you? Want your, okay, deal. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're you're always going to get the hate of like they're not as good as real ones. That's true. Right. Real ones I told him to get one here in his den. Cyclops it. Yeah. I wonder if someone would do that. Well, like it, if a, if he has a, a dent in his chest, a huge dent. Yeah, so we were saying if we got him an implant, he'd have a cereal. normal chest. <laughs> Smart. So we just make saying. him. He's got a boob right there. Right. <laughs> Why is this on your chest soft like that? It's a bro? cyst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he fucks up. He gets the nipple there, and he. Oh, <laughs> it's cool. Harry Styles has three nipples. <gasps> Does he really? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. But There's no cool. way. It's true. Very Some true. people do have a third nipple in their like armpit. That's weird. Dude, that's, <laughs> that's a bit much. I'd be upset. If my third nipple is like here, I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. But here? Yeah, in the armpit, that's fucked up. <laughs> a lot of people have like breast tissue in their armpits. Like women. And they'll get breast cancer in their armpit. Yeah, it was spread to like lymph nodes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that either. <laughs> Seal the deal with Sanoderm. This is the shit right here. This is the only tattoo aftercare product I use on my clients. If they walk out the door without it, I don't feel safe. I don't know about you. If you care about your tattoos at all, you need to use this product. It's easy to apply. It's comfortable to wear. It's it. It can heal anything. This shit can heal anything. You've seen the videos. Use code CAMSUCKS for 15% off. We love it so much. We teamed up with them. We're giving you 15% off. Use code CAMSUCKS. Go to standardarm.com. One of the questions was, which one of us would have the best chance at getting a normal job? Hmm. So what, well, let's pick a normal job. Yeah, that's a good. I think bank teller. Bank teller? Yeah, because they do okay. background check. It's like you have to wear a suit. It's like a normal job, I feel like. All right. Get like benefits. Who do you think, Danny? <laughs> uh, Cam's never done porn or has a criminal record, so I think. Nor do I have face or hand tats. This is true. So yeah, right now you look completely employable. Yeah. yeah, Cam probably would beat us at getting any job. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a trying to think of it. Yeah, because I don't have a criminal record, but like, I have. Yo, a, you would. Like, I have a record we, on the internet. We walk into like a construction site. You're definitely getting the job before me. You think? Yeah, because they look at people like you and they're like, yeah, you could. Thank God you didn't say fucks. that to me because yeah. I would have whooped your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you're Mexican, dude. You're, you're like pretty employable too. Still, that's right. I had a real job before. Exactly. I mean, and he used to work for the courts. Like he's yeah. A I was a law clerk. He'd been part of the real world. <laughs> yeah, I had a pension and shit. See, I like looks wise, I could easily be part. I could easily. It's just my internet persona. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The holes might stop you from getting the job. What about like... um, like Do tattoos really stop you that much? Honestly... He's never tried. Yeah. (laughs) I... uh, I don't know anymore how much we should they just do. go see like how many jobs. I guess should I, go I guess maybe an industry, an industry where it's a bit more old fashioned. Like if you want to work at a golf course or like sell yeah country club. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to like, work at a country club as a waiter. I don't think you could have like any tattoos. Yeah, like zero. Yeah, but see, I think I could do that. I to think be honest, they would if hire someone, me. like if you, you met somebody right. and they didn't know your background, you'd probably get exactly. Any job. And the thing is, the you other can, the other kicker here is all of my stuff is under my my corn name exactly not my real name so nothing is linked to my real name yeah, you probably she'd probably actually name. be fine yeah until like they do some someone recognizes me because right. i get recognized you can just be like oh i, I know you're talking you like drop something on the floor they're like yeah oh my god it's <laughs> <laughs> they're like you do know that that girl right the, the, is this girl right <laughs> they're just holding phones up yeah because <laughs> like her. i mean i have a lot of my brother's friends and even just like random people Will s- and old friends and family friends will send videos Ooh. of me to my mom and my brother. Really? That's harsh. Yeah. Uh, like so, snitching you out? Yeah. Damn, they're it's fu- inescapable. They're friends, bro. <laughs> old friends. Yeah. No, for real. Like family friends. Like like family friends' kids. I'm like, damn. Like <laughs> now they'll do it. Yeah. You think and, they're and just like, like two jealous years ago. or they're trying to help? Yeah, I think they're like, do you know what she's doing? And my right. mom's like, yeah, I know. Right. So you <laughs> think it's holding the camera? Yeah, yeah. I, I use that money. My whole family laughs about it now. They're like, oh. Yeah. Our dirty money. <laughs> <laughs> Our butthole money. You should just lean into it and create like a reality show. I know. It's called Dirty Money. I have the whole family involved. Right? <laughs> That's another thing, too. Like, there, I, there's, I've had to learn boundaries with that. Like, my personal life, I realized that... Anything you put on the internet, the internet destroys. Yeah. Like, it tears it to pieces. And so I'm okay putting certain things out there that, that I know I want them to tear to pieces. Like, when people start getting mad, I get happy. Like, right. like yeah, blow this up <laughs> yeah. with your anger. Like, yeah. it's so great for me. But, uh, but my mom is one thing. Like, my family is one thing. I never want to see my mom see one hate comment. Yeah. I never want her to see all the things people say I about my parents yeah. and how they must have raised me horribly. And, like, I never want them to see any of that. It would just be so sad to me. Well, because when you're first getting used to the hate, it's definitely, like, a growing process. Yeah, it is. You know, and you build a tolerance. Yeah, you do. So, like, yeah. maybe now, you know, we'll have a high tolerance, but bringing someone new in. Someone so pure and, right. and so and so good. Right. Yeah. I think it's a little easier it. for the older generations because they didn't grow up with it. Yeah. I think it's actually more traumatic for younger generations because yeah. they think that's like real. That's true. My mom doesn't think anything on the internet's real. Like right. if people, her judgment of other people doesn't matter yeah. as much to her. They're very like staunch in their values and right. what they do. But yeah, younger generation, that's your yeah, they hold social the value. So, such high standards. It's really, I think I, you, I mean, the internet's so mean too. Like right. I don't think we're Keyboard used to people warriors. being that mean. 
Right. See, these There's kids so never were in those Xbox Like I, I was so up. proud of graduating college. Like, graduating college was, like, something that I just always, it was the best day ever for me. I, I worked so hard for it. I was so proud of it. And I never shared that on the internet till I started sharing more about my personality and my life. Because, like, for the first years, it was just these joke anal memes that were super raunchy and meant to make people mad. So when they called me stupid or whatever, I was like, this is part of the skit. Like, right. this is what they're supposed to think. Then when you start sharing your real personality and your interests and, like, things you're actually proud of that you've done, and you watch them tear it to pieces and tell you how it could have been better and it could have been this and it's not this and it means nothing. Because it's real criticism. Yeah, man. that fucked with me for a good while. Like, yeah. a six-month period where I had a bit of a, a feeling of an existential crisis for the first time ever. Like, who am I? What's my personality? Like, what matters to me? Because it's really hard when, it, when you see the criticism on your real self. It's almost impossible. Or it's like human nature to see how people respond to things and to take that into account in the way that you act. Like, that's just yeah. human nature. And so it's really unnatural to learn to tune it out. Well, yeah, I think if you're going to put yourself out there like that, my advice would be you have a really good connection with who you are. Exactly. Your self-esteem. Yeah. Uh, and how to maintain that. Exactly. Right? It's kind of easy for me because, like, I'm in recovery, right? Mm. So, like, all the time I'm meetings, working on myself, like, doing these things that you learn early on and, like, getting clean. That's, like, one of the first things. Like, yo, do esteemable things. And it starts mm. with, like, making your bed, brushing your teeth, doing these things where you can be, like, I had a successful day. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm a productive member of society. I yeah. take care of myself, my house. And it translates into bigger things, you know, yeah. helping others, you know, showing up, doing the right yeah. thing when no one's looking. And, and you build upon that. I was always curious how people not in recovery um, would maintain, you know, yeah. the, the esteemable, esteemable acts. Yeah. Right. Because you can you can read all this shit on the Internet and be like, oh, my God, is that who I am? Mm -hmm. You know, and you have to have that strong foundation of like, no, I know who I am. Exactly. And that's why, like, I don't know how girls go into the industry at 18 and survive. Like, I went in at 22 after I'd done six years of undergrad, and, like, I tried a ton of stuff. Like, I, I had tried a billion things. I would built my confidence so much. Like, I've always been self-confident, but, but college, for me, built my confidence to really withstand anything and do anything. And, like, figure out also, I studied a lot of philosophy. Right. So... <laughs> <laughs> Turn off. <laughs> That's some loud music you got there, Fritz. <laughs> Damn it, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> All your weird. suicide it was in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was that loud. I couldn't even hear you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I had noise canceling headphones. Sorry, I couldn't hear how loud it was because of how loud the music was. <laughs> All right, cool. That was really funny. It came out of nowhere. But yeah, I studied. I love that song, dude. <laughs> Turn that shit up. <laughs> so. So college for me was, was really about learning, like creating my own value system right. and figuring out what I want from my life. And so then I was able to go into my industry and be like, you know what? My philosophy professor professors would be proud of me. Like they would be proud of what I'm doing now. And so I, I just don't know how people that don't have that basis and they're like 18 years old, you just came out of high school. I know some girls that started doing corn in high school. Right. Like, yeah. once they were 18. 18 but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were already doing mainstream sets and you going too? to class. You know, you too? What? No. <laughs> I don't no, know I mean, how like, you they know do people? that. Oh. 
I knew a couple of chicks that had OnlyFans. <laughs> you know? Why do you say yes now? No, I can like for sure see that being a thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't. And then I just don't know how they handle it because yeah. I, you go through so many nowadays, existential crises as a young person figuring out who you are. The world's just so harsh nowadays, like just being an 18 year old, anyways. Just like with how much access to the internet. And just having much, like, millions of people comment on your appearance. No, and that's everything. what I'm yeah. so yeah. 18, like, who yeah. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much harder than it ever yeah. was. Yeah, like, I definitely couldn't have like, done my apprenticeship at 18. There's no fucking way. Like yeah. definitely How old are you when you did it? 19? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely I had, like, done turn, it. It was like late 19, 20. I was like, I was pretty much 20 through my apprenticeship. <laughs> yeah. I know it's it like hardly sound, different. I know it doesn't sound like that much time, but I still feel like, I know, I know, I I still know. Feel like that year and a half of college like kind of like gets you in that mentality of like knowing yeah. what you want to do. Like it definitely like dropping out of college or going at least was like, you know a little bit more about yourself. Like you have like a better understanding of what you want to do yeah. you know, a little bit clear direction um yeah i can't imagine doing anything at 18 what advice would you give to that younger generation or people or even any generation entering your industry that want to blow up and like have the exposure and really take hold of everything the industry has to offer i would say um you gotta go into it because it's like a lifestyle choice. Like you gotta be happy that, like I said, even if you never see any real success with it, even if it just pays your rent and your food, that you're happy with the decision to go into it. It's gotta be a personality lifestyle choice because otherwise like you're, you're, I don't think you're gonna be able to withstand the judgment of society. Like, it's gonna hurt you. And that's why I see most girls, like, they'll do it at 18 because they think it's cool and it's, like, fun to be a slut right, make and make money. money. And then at 23, they realize, oh, I actually think that my value is, like, if a man wants to marry me and I wanna have kids and I want people to, like, respect me and I wanna feel like that's what makes me feel like a real woman is if like I get married and where I'm, I've always been like, fuck all of that. Right. Like, I don't give a fuck. But a lot of girls aren't like that. And they'll be like, you know what? I just wanna be a wholesome girl that like someone wants to marry. Yeah. And, and I like, I understand that. And girls don't realize at 18, you're gonna feel that way. You're gonna get to 23 or 24 and be like, oh shit, no one wants to marry me. I have no value. Everyone says I'm ran through. Like right. that, that will start to hurt you. And you'll be like, oh shit, I'm gonna be old. Like, I'm less than. Not cute. Yeah, I'm less than. I'm not, like, a a good woman. Right. And that that judgment hits deep for a lot of girls. Right. And I don't think, like, when you're 18, you realize that. So this needs to be a lifestyle where you, you, like, you are. A lot of people ask about my setup and the ink I use. All I use is Allegory Ink. We have the white, the black, and the ultra black. This is my total setup right here. Get yours at allegoryinc.com. We got a discount code for you, unemployable, for 20% off all their ink. Again, allegoryinc.com. All right, Kevin. Thank you guys for joining us on today's episode of Unemployable Podcast. Stella, thank you again. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me on. We'll catch you guys next week. Real quick, because Cam's a loser, (laughs) keep an eye out for the collab Stella and I are working on, Illegal Laundry, her merch. Also, check out the Patreon.